We appreciate everyone that's listening to the podcast, writing reviews, and sending out the link to other people to listen. Also, we have now have on our anchor.fm slash blog access 101 uh, support where you can send monthly payments of either a dollar, uh, five dollars, and or nine dollars. Uh, no amount is too little. We appreciate uh, what we can get that will help us be able to get big name athletes to uh, interview on a podcast and buy other uh, supplies you might need for a podcast in the later future. Thank you. Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Young Abachi. This is episode 135. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify by searching Blog Access 101, B L O G A C C E S S S 111. I'm here today with my co host, Rod. What up, Rod? Yo, yo. Uh, not much, man. Jump right into it. MLB free agency uh, has been crazy thus far. Um, I thought my man Aaron Judge was going, uh, coming to the NL. Uh, with the Giants, you know, they had the Seth, Steph Curry set up, you know, I guess that's one of his favorite players or something. He's a big fan of Steph Curry, but then again, who isn't? Um, but, um, you know, I guess he was testing to see how loyal the Yankees were to him, and they finally agreed to, what, matches, what, nine-year, $360 million contract, so he's back with the uh, the Yankees. So that's uh, any, any AL fans, that's a bummer for them, but it's good for all NL fans that's like, okay, he's not coming good. Uh, but I know that the Giants are probably heartbroken, heartbroken from that. They thought they had him, um, and he just, you know, he did like like some of these cosplayers. They he decommitted. So, mm-hmm. what was your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, Aaron Judge. I mean, it's a good job for him for securing the bag because last year the Yankees was like Aaron Judge and a bunch of solid names who didn't do much. And if he went to San Fran, he'd have been Aaron Judge and a bunch of less than solid names who probably won't do much. So. Uh, either way, he's not in a, a World Series situation. Um, but, you know, got the bag. Generational wealth secured. Good for him. Uh, yeah, but, you know, the Giants The Giants didn't have a, a terrible roster. You made it sound like they was the uh, Texas Rangers or something. Oh, they – I mean, I'm trying to think. Can I name a worthwhile Giants player offhand? Did they have Brandon Belt? No, I think they got – they traded Brandon Belt away, I think. Brandon Crawford is decent. Jock Peterson, that's decent. Jack Peterson's washed. He's washed. My goodness, this guy is crazy. I mean, they got some players over there. They ain't like they some just gar- garbage. I mean, they weren't a playoff team, so. That is true. That is true. Hey, man, but sometimes you got to build the culture over there, man. You just got to get a few big names. Like, we, we weren't a playoff team when Bryce Harper came to us. But, you know, we just got to – you got to – sometimes you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Those pieces. Um, but, you know, it's – um. Yeah, it would have been nice, a little different. Obviously, you wouldn't have like a Garrett Cole as your pitcher. Uh, but even though Garrett Cole was a little off this year, a little shaky, um, yep. But yeah, you're right. The Yankees still will have a better lineup, like e- either with the shakiness. Uh, but you know, it would have been a nice little change of scenery for him. But you know, I'm glad. I'm glad the Yankees was there. Well, I'm not glad because I hate the Yankees. But um, happy to Aaron Judge though to get get a deal that he rightfully deserved. Thanks, uh, Stan. As a Phillies fan, stay in the AL, figure out a way to like beat Houston and then yeah, see us in the World Series when we go back. So Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they were on the fence about a guy that just hit 62 home runs this year. I it's just crazy. Like, what 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 can you possibly be like? What what negatives do you think of to be hesitant to give him this big contract? Like he just hit 62 home runs. Like, <laughs> like 
Then Juan Soto get half a, a half a billion though. That's I'm surprised he didn't go higher. Yeah. Uh, I think he was just – he probably – you know, I feel like – when I look at Jazz, I mean, obviously, I know him personally. He's just like a, like a team guy. Like, I mean, obviously, I mean, he's going to need his bread, but he's not going to go try to break the bank. So, he, they may be able to sign some other marquee guys and, I guess, bring the Yankees up. Um, Fresh off 62 home runs, I'm the most valuable player in the league. Cash me out. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. I can't argue with that. Um, but, yeah, then, you know, Jacob DeGrom – uh, left the Mets and went to Texas Rangers, which was uh, a pretty interesting one to me. Um, you went from a team that was um, a, obviously a playoff team and, and some might say a championship contender um, to go play for Texas Rangers. Interesting. Texas, um, Texas is weird, too. Texas, like, always has interesting players on the roster and then the only My fault. Yeah, the only thing I can even think of why he went there for that five year one eighty five million is because Texas don't have taxes. That's the only feasible reason I can think of why he went to the Texas Rangers. Um, yeah. Obviously, because I looked at that. Um, I don't know if they had some, they put something about with Kyrie or the taxes he paid in New York, like get thirty seven million, like I think like seventeen or eight, seventeen twenty million is taken out of that in taxes. I'm like, oh, I would never live in New York. Yeah, athlete culture is shifting because they do be making moves for the money now with no shame and. I saw the Kyrie John too, where like his thirty-seven million contract dropped down to like I want to say fifteen million. So he pays twenty-two million taxes. Like, yeah, we that's yeah, that's a that's crazy. And then you want to go to L.A. next? Like, like I agree, I get it. It's the big name places, but I'm I'm not nah. Yeah, leave leave like leave Brooklyn. Like, go somewhere where no no income tax or no none of them taxes. Like, I'm out of here. Y'all lucky Delaware don't got a team. Oh my god, facts. But <laughs> I don't live in Delaware, it's just so boring out there. It's like, but then again, I'm like, no taxes offsets all that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, just what the what was the Rangers? They they, they didn't even get 70 wins this year, but 68-94. Um, I honestly I don't know what uh Jacob DeGrom saw in them, but you know. They lost a lot. They lost a lot because they didn't have pitching. So maybe he thinks he's the solution. Maybe it was the income taxes. I, I don't know, but we'll uh, see. Speaking from a fantasy perspective that he was on my team, he's definitely not the answer. Uh, what do you go, <laughs> five and four this year as a record? And then, what, three, three point, uh, three ERA? Oh, yeah, coming off the injury. So he might be, he'll be fresh. Yeah, um, hopefully, because I'm, I'm probably draft him again, unfortunately. But let's let's jump to this this uh shortstop uh fiasco in the uh major league uh free agency. Um, obviously we got Trey Turner, which was a big move for us. Um, we'll work kind of weak at uh shortstop uh with Stott. Um, but major like upgrade, huh? I like Bryson Stott, but yeah, he's not better than Trey Turner. Yeah. So, but um. He he brings add another person you can put him in front of uh Bryce Harper and get more RBIs. Um, now we got another hitter to bolster our roster. Um, we had the hitters, but just adding him, uh, well, I, well, I could say we had a hitter with Swaber and uh, well, Swaber I might say his name last name wrong, and um, Bryce Harper obviously in uh, Real Muto, but um, you know, Boom showed up in the playoffs for the most part. He got hot. Um, who else was? It? Somebody else. I, I'm trying to forget the other boy. It looked like Jason Worth. I can't remember his name. Damn. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. That wasn't Stott. Um, and it wasn't Bone. 
It was. Oh, it's not gonna come to me. But he has a lot of hair. Yeah, I can't. I, like, it's like I can't remember his name. Uh, Castellanos. He was all right. He was all. He was all hit or miss though in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I can't remember his name, bro. But anyway, um, so that was definitely a good picture. We, I mean, the shortstop we went up, end up getting over there, stealing from the Dodgers. I always love stealing Dodgers play. I wish we would have went after uh, Kershaw too. He took a one year, twenty million dollar deal. I feel we could have might have did that because we're playing it with that that Walker guy from the Mets, eighteen million a year for where you're seventeen million. Might as well put two more extra million, maybe uh, go get Kershaw, see what he can do for us. But Trey Turner uh, was eleven year, three hundred million dollar contract. Um, the AAV was what, like twenty seven million or something like that. Yeah, uh, Phillies are in a good spot. They got a lot of folks locked up for a while, so yeah. So we got to make that. We definitely got to make that. Oh, it was Brandon Marsh. There we go. I, I yeah. can't remember. But uh, but uh, yeah. So you know what? So what? Yeah, what? One hundred and one runs this year. One ninety four hits. Um, the crazy thing, he's still a lot of bases. What he had about twenty seven stolen bases. We definitely need that over here in Philly. Um, so once he gets on base, you know he's dangerous. The pitcher got to keep an eye on him. Uh, 21 home runs, uh, which is pretty good. And then even better, his batting average with all these RBIs, he still had a damn near 300 batting average, but you had 298. So that's 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 amazing. Um, yeah. I know you saw that the Padres, they, I feel like they just tried to match what we did. And that's the one won. I was. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I was waiting for us to talk about because I feel like the Padres is going to be like if the Phillies can maintain like this dominance and like go back to the World Series or like just make a splash in the playoffs like on a yearly basis, mm-hmm. the Padres are going to be like our rival because like they definitely did that Xander move to kind of try to counter us. Yeah, uh, they had the same, they built the same type of uh, team as we did like last year, but we just we just beat them. So yeah, and then you know they 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 wouldn't got Xander uh, Bogarts. Um, what he had about what 84 runs, 171 hits. Uh, I think he had about eight stolen bases, then 50 home runs, 63 RBIs, which is decent. Um, obviously, those aren't Trey Turner numbers. Um, mm-hmm. and they paid him only, they paid they, they put him on 11 year do 11 year deal as well, which I found pretty ironic that you do the same years, um, but 20 million dollars cheaper. Um, obviously, his stats, um, uh, but then you got what's, – what's the other guy that's still out there? Uh, Carlos Correa, uh, which I think is the person that gets the most money out of all of them. What he had about 70 runs, 64 RBIs uh, from that was on the Twins. Yeah. Uh, so I think he gets the most money out of all of them. I really think he's one of the best shortstops in the game, in my opinion. Uh, he, got, he got that Houston taint on him, though. Uh, yeah. But you that's, know, that's true. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, I, I I think you know if I if I if I if I'm the Dodger, I think I go after him and see what I can get. He had 22 home runs this year, which is which is good numbers. Um, he yeah, he didn't have as much as uh, well, it's still it's still relatively the same numbers as, as uh Trey Turner. We had Trey Turner had 21, he had 22. Uh, Trey Turner was 298 by an average. He was 291. Um, so it was still relatively. Um, not, I mean, Trey Turner got him on the RBIs 100 at the 64 is a crazy, crazy work gap. Uh, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, I still think that, um, and then you know, Correa is the youngest out of all those just three, three headed store stops. Then you got Dan, uh, Dansby Swanson, but uh, obviously, he's the outside looking in the fourth main shortstop. Unfortunately, he just got on a free agent at the wrong time. 
Um, he, he probably just got to wait, sit back. His agent probably got to sit back until these other three get their deals. Well, we're not other three until Correa gets his deal. Then I think the market probably open up for him. Uh, you know, and then, you know, the doc, I mean, the Mets made a nice little move. They lost DeGrom, but went and got Justin Furlander for what, two year, 86 million. Um, people was like the Astros were crazy for letting them go. Um, I think Astros have like one of the best pipelines for, for bullpens in, in Major League Baseball. They always find that diamond in the rough. Uh, pitcher, um, that where they could just you know they lose one guy and just put place another person in there and it's like they never missed anything. Uh, yeah. so, um, I don't think that was a big loss for the for the Astros in my opinion. Um, uh, but what you think about that? I mean, Verlander scored it, so like, yeah, he was on my team last year. He was the star of my fantasy team last year. But at the end of the day, you just signed a forty year old to two years, like. In $43 million. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good for uh, Verlin getting the bag. Like, oh, yeah, I can se- secure another almost $100 million contract at 40 to really go out in style. Like, good for him. But, yeah, just like, at that point, it's like, damn, it's like, you, you like, you could be at the point where like, people like, I'm ready to retire. Then you're like, damn, I got $43 million. And, oh, I could play a few more years. <laughs> like, he played well. I mean, he played well enough last year where, like, yeah, you don't retire coming off that type of year. But, you're 40, bro. So let's see what happens. Uh, the Mets also made another good little move. They got Jose Quintana, um, mm-hmm. who I think is on the Pirates. Then I think they moved him somewhere. And then, yeah, now he's, a, he's on the Mets. Um, but, yeah, he's a – he's, like, not an av- – like, he's more than above average, but I wouldn't call him quite an ace. Um, he definitely won't be, I guess, in front of Verlander in the rotation. But that's – those two dudes to make up for losing the ground, I think they did a good job. Yeah. And I think what MLB, uh, I think over when they had the winter meetings, uh, they said that so far in in the uh, free agency as a whole, they spent like owners have spent over a billion dollars on players, which is crazy. Um, so you have if you if you ever have a kid out there, people, um, see if they like baseball first because the bag is there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's jump. Huh? Definitely. <laughs> Let's jump to the next topic with uh you know Brittany Griner coming home. Um, you know I was happy to see her. She came home, but I thought it was a crazy swap for some bull named the Merchant of Death. Somebody was like, "That's a crazy nickname." I mean, and it is. I'm like, whoever whoever makes nicknames need to be the main person to make nicknames for everybody else going forward because that's a crazy nickname, the Merchant of Death. Like, how the hell do you even think of that? But um. Um, yeah, so that, like, but you know, me, I obviously myself as well. I thought he had a life sentence. I mean, obviously, you should have. You, you doing you called the merchant of death, mm-hmm. um, but he had he, I think he did like 11 years, he only had six years left, both to come out in 2029. So, like, people's making a big deal out of it, like, oh, how we go, this guy, but I mean, he's coming out in six years. Um, so, but well, what you think about that? Oh, we won that trade, like, a lot of people don't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> He won that trade because I think you might be right. He either had 12, like 12, 11, 12 years of a 17-year sentence or it was like of a 25-year sentence. Yeah, I think but, it was yeah. Yeah, but Brittany Griner was fresh into a, a nine-year sentence. It obviously was probably one of the most BS, like, convictions that, like, in public history. Um, it would have been nice to get Paul Whalen back home, but at the end of the day, Russia – Russia was saying no to it. Like, and I get it. He has espionage charges. Like, that's that's more personal than, a, like, a, a weed charge. So um, they wanted something crazy probably for Paul or they just weren't negotiating for Paul. Uh, would love to get him home. You know, all the other 
unrightfully detained folks would love to get them home as well. But at the end of the day, you got you got a prisoner back. Like if that was the only prisoner Russia was going to offer for the merchant of death, then you take what you can get. Um, I do believe I'm not super patriotic by any stretch of the means, but I do believe America has good enough national security to where sending this guy back to Russia won't affect us as a country. Um, so we should be cool there. Ukraine, but Ukraine shit in their boots right now. <laughs> uh, that's a lot more gun movement. He probably still got all the connections. Because uh, like, he was he was an arms dealer. I don't think he did any like murdering himself, but he was an arms dealer. So Might um, as well. He gave him the gun. <laughs> and he might, he, you never know, he might go back home and, and be a regular guy. Because I'm sure in 12 years of being, you know, in, in U.S. prison, like somebody else took his place. So he's just a guy at the end of the day who had the connections at the time. Whereas Brittany Griner is like a really well productive member of society contributing to um, America. So, I mean, let's, I'm gonna end this claim where he's happy to, bro. I looked at this joint and said, about said he's wholeheartedly supports Russia war in Ukraine and would certainly volunteer. Yeah, he's trouble. I mean, there's no it's no denying that he's trouble, yeah. but at the end of the day, you just were sitting down for 12 years, like whatever you were doing. Somebody else is already now doing it. Like, take your place. So, like, go home, be a regular guy, like, chill out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I'm happy she's home, man. I can only see the horror story she f- faced in Russia. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video, and I was like, like she would like she would look like she was scared to answer questions. I'm like, oh damn, that's trauma right there. Um. Yeah. When she was like, they was like, you know where you're going? She's like, acting like she was scared to answer the questions. I was like, I, I, I didn't see that one, but I saw the one video where they were like, she had to cut her dress because it was so cold in Russia, like her hair was freezing. Um, so that's, yeah, that's trauma. Like, I am curious to see, like, I'm pretty confident Brittany wouldn't want to go back to Russia to play hoops. So, like, if, if he does, you hope I'm, not. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you you hope somebody's taking a stand in, in the WMA and start finding a way to pay these girls more money. Yeah, they definitely deserve it. Yo, I'm a fan of the WNBA. It's very entertaining. Yeah, sure, people ain't dunking on folks like the Mavs was dunking all over um, the Bucks the other night. But still, it's it's pretty entertaining. They got they got you know a little handle bag and they can shoot, and it's really easy to bet on. Like, there's lots of reasons to be a fan of the WNBA. So, pay them more. If you can't pay them more, uh, women of the WNBA go somewhere besides Russia because clearly. Russia not the place to be, even if you can guarantee that you're not going to accidentally have, you know, hashish oil. It ain't it ain't really worth the risk. So, facts. Um, but yeah, man, let's get into our week uh fourteen picks. I guess I'll uh, if I could let you start it off. All right. All right. Last week I wasn't in the pool, so I had to make the picks uh, live. But I'm in the pool this week. Um, it's twelve fifty four, so nobody's gonna hear my picks and copy them in six minutes. So. Here we go. Um, shout out to my Rams for beating the Raiders because right. candidly, I probably would have picked the Raiders if I joined the pool in time last week or this week. Um, but everybody picked the Raiders, so everybody lost. So I was like, oh, let me hop in since everybody's at zero still. Um, with that, I got the Steelers beating the Ravens. Uh, listen, the Ravens are the better team as a whole, but no Lamar Jackson. Uh, Huntley is very much a Lamar Jackson light, but he's too light to beat the Steelers' defense in my mind. Um, got the Bengals snapping their five-game losing streak to the Browns, even though Deshaun Watson is obviously uh, dangerous. So <clears throat> that that we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But 
Joe Burrow and them been looking real good since starting off the season shaky. Cowboys over Houston. I don't even got to explain that. <laughs> Tennessee over Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville, the future is getting a little brighter. It's just, it's just not this year. Uh, it hurt my heart to do this, but I picked the Vikings over the Lions. Um, even though I was in an emergency situation in one of my fantasy leagues, and I definitely got Jared Goff to fill in and get me a lot of points, hopefully. Still think that Minnesota's 10-2 for a reason and Detroit's 5-7 for a reason. So we'll see. Um, Buffalo beating the Jets. Love Mike White. Just not going to be enough. Um, hurt my heart to pick this one as well, but Eagles over the Giants at home. Um, the Giants really aren't that talented. They just Their coach is doing a wonderful job. So good job on the 7-4-1, but they will be 7-5-1 after today. Um, Kansas City over Denver. That's another one that I don't got to explain. Um, this game is actually a hard one, but I picked the Seahawks over the Panthers. Um, love Geno Smith. Still not a big believer, though. Uh, hate Sam Darnold, but Cal- uh, Carolina's tough for whatever reason. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I picked Tom Brady. I picked the Bucks over the Niners, even though the Niners are a better team, or at least they've been playing better. But I just can't see Tom Brady losing to Brock Purdy. It just doesn't make sense. To me. <laughs> <laughs> tight, tight game for the Sunday night game. But I picked Miami for the Chargers. Um, for years, I've been calling Chargers the Chargers, the Falcons of the AFC. They just find ways to lose games. This shouldn't be any different. Um, and then the Monday night game was hard too because originally. I picked New England originally, but I switched to the Cardinals. Uh, the reason I switched is because they're not like they got Mac Jones as their quarterback. Their number one receiver, Jacoby Myers, is out. Their number one running back, Damian Harris, is out. And they're also already six and six before that. So they're six and six for a reason, even though the Cardinals are four and eight. The Cardinals have D Hop and Kyler Murray and James Conner. Like they should win, but we'll see. Thanks. All right, so I get to start with mine. Um, I took the Raiders, obviously, on Thursday night. Um, they can go to hell. Uh, took Pittsburgh over Baltimore, just basically off of Lamar not being there, as you said. Uh, took the Bengals over the, the uh, Browns. Deshaun Watson looked horrible that first game back um, against his home team. Glad they won, though, because they had more money line. Uh, Cowboys over uh, Texans. I took the spread as well. But, well, I took two points, so it was 15 and a half, that is 17 and a half. But um, – I feel like we put a whooping on them, um, our Texas rivals, um, at, as you can say. Uh, Tennessee <laughs> over, over the Jacks, Minnesota over Detroit. I still don't understand how Minnesota is an underdog, but I took that with the quickness as the uh, on my parlay. Uh, Buffalo over the Jets, and I uh, took the Eagles over the Giants, and this is before the Saquon neck issues. Um, hopefully Saquon gets well soon because I got him on my fancy team, so. Playoffs come to play. Stay healthy, brother. Get blessed. Uh, Chiefs over the Bron- uh, over the uh, Broncos. Seahawks over Carolina. I, I don't know what you saw. Talk about that. Geno Smith, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. Crazy work. Um, <laughs> Tampa Bay over San Fran. Even though San Fran defense probably gave Tom Brady some trouble today. Uh, like you said, Miami over the Chargers. You know, I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. Um, but it's Miami team rolling this this year. Uh, Arizona over New England. I didn't see anything hard about that. D Hop, uh, like you said, D Hop, Murray, and Connor, and then Hollywood Browns back. So that's a no brainer for me. Um, let's say who did I pick as my upset? I guess you can say my upset is the Minnesota game because they were plus one. Um, for whatever reason, I'll take them. Did you have any upset games? Oh, I mean, we got the same exact picks. That's crazy. But uh, the upset was Tampa Bay over San Fran. San Fran's defense is dominant. Um, so. 
Tom Brady and the, the offense in, in Tampa, even though they have good skill players, has been trash. So mathematically, this should be a really hard game for Tampa, but I still think they win because Brock Purdy. Um, that's also my lock of the day as far as like the under in this game. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what under is, but take the under. I can almost promise you it'll hit. So great answer, because I took it as well. Um, but yeah, man, appreciate you coming out. Yes, sir. And then one, one other thing, uh, Lincoln Riley. Three of the oh last, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if people noticed this for his recruiting efforts, but he's in the, he's in the California school, and he's got three of the last six Heisman's. Everybody commit to USC. And if you don't go to USC, go to Michigan. Oh, wow. I don't know how you added Michigan <laughs> after that. That's that's crazy. But, uh, you know, two Big Ten teams and the college football players is always a good thing to see. But, yeah, man, appreciate you coming out. Yes, sir.